Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? It's your girl T and welcome back to the Daily Tea podcast where we make it through the shits with giggles. I'm super excited to do one more podcast with you guys and go over some of the things that I have learned within this past week and maybe it'll help you. I like to always shout out all the people that share this podcast online. So feel free to take a screenshot, put it in your stories on Instagram and tag me, Tanya Cucumber at any time so that I can reshare you and see what takeaways you got from the podcast. So since this is so brand new, I am really appreciative of all the new followers. So go ahead and hit subscribe and let's go ahead and get right into it. So last night I had a wonderful meeting with Jim Quick. He is notorious for being able to remember things and to um, recall things at like the drop of a hat. He's known to know over 5,000 personal individuals, their names, their spouse's names, their dog's names, where they live, what street. I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of creepy at times, but, um, but it's definitely really cool. So one of the things that I wanted to learn from him was what about my selective hearing? Any of you there, like out there have selective hearing? Like it's literally one of the things that I've struggled with my whole life. I can be listening to somebody and honestly know the words that are coming out of their mouth, but it does not register as I understand. If that's ever happened to you, like, yes, just know that you are not alone. I've been listening to so many people. I can even listen to a book on tape. I can listen to somebody in person. I can listen to somebody on stage or giving a presentation. And I will, I will hear probably about 50% of what they're saying, unless I'm 100% engaged. And I thought to myself, I'm just like, well, is it because I'm just not engaged that I'm not hearing? Or is it because the kind of the way the person is speaking just doesn't speak to my learning style, like my learning type. And Jim went over it like real, of course, quick, but Jim went over it last night that explained it in a way that totally blew my mind. And let me just tell you. So there are six things that he said that you need to have in mind when you're trying to remember something, when you're trying to gain better memory. And it's not because you're not listening. It's because you, you're selective hearing. And so everybody does have it. And these six things I'm going to go over just real quick. Clarity. And he does it in acronyms, not acronyms, but, um, like he'll keep the same letter with a word. And so he stuck with C's. There's clarity. There's care, like self-care, contribution, creativity, capabilities, and community. And so when you're talking about memory, I'm like, what does that have to do with my memory? (laughs) But he's like, slow down. These are things that you can do each day to improve your overall well-being that will get you to that part of your brain that holds your memory that you can then address. And so I was just like, well, this is some deep stuff. Like deep, deep stuff. I had no idea like what to say or, or like what to expect of the whole hour last night. But this is what he said. Number one, clarity. What is most important to me and why? What is most important to me and why? And so I'm just like, okay, I'm starting out this podcast. It's really kind of cool that I'm doing a podcast. What's most important to me is that I spread the positive attitude that I would like to hear out in the world. So I said, okay, you have a motive. Awesome. You have clarity on your motive. When you're going to meet somebody, what's your clarity on the motive after meeting them? If you want to remember their name, for instance. 
And so he said, if you're meeting somebody and not really interested in anything that they have to say, they look weird, they smell weird, they talk funny, they spit when they talk, whatever it is, he said, you are most likely not going to remember their name. But if it's somebody that you really admire, they speak clearly, they're proficient, they seem like they know what they're talking about, maybe they have some humor, a beautiful smile, you are more likely to remember their name because you're motivated to meet other people that make you feel good. Okay, that's, that's actually a natural motive that we all have. And so he said, if you are going to have a better memory, get clarity about what you're doing when you're doing it. And so if you want clarity around what you're doing, or if you want a motive around when you want to remember people's names, when you meet them, when you see their name pop up, say, hey, Nicole, thank you so much for joining in. Thank you so much. How are the kids doing today? You remember names because you have a motive to, to meet other people that you really want to get to know and help. And so next up, he said, like with his C's, is um, care. It's self-care. So many times we beat up ourselves saying, oh, I've got the worst memory. Or saying things like, um, I don't remember names very well. Or I always forget names. Or can you tell me your name again? I'm, wor- I'm the worst with names. Now, it's great to be able to ask somebody's name again after you forget it, Right? But why are you putting yourself down on the back end saying, I'm not good at this or I'm not good at that? When you speak those words into existence, you're literally telling yourself as if you are your own teacher that you're not good at it. Imagine being, um, well, how about this? Since we have, you know, lots of moms and dads that listen out there. So imagine if your child is in school and there's a teacher at the front of the class and the teacher says, um, Ingrid, you're really bad at math in front of the whole class. You as a parent, wouldn't you just be like, Ooh, (laughs) those are fighting words. Those are fighting words. You don't say that about my baby. The same thing is happening within yourself. And so if you're talking to somebody and say, um, okay, hi, Shelly. Uh, I'm really bad at names, so if you have to rem- like remind me of your name, or, or um, that was kind of a bad example. I'm like pulling off the cuff here, but you kind of get my point of do not tell yourself that you're bad at something. Tell yourself you can improve at something. Tell yourself you're getting better at something. I'm getting better at remembering to to wash my face at night. Okay. I'm getting better at remembering people's names that I meet on a daily basis because of my intention behind it. And also because I care for myself. I'm saying these things to myself to enforce the good behavior. Okay. When it comes to memory, there's, there's no class in life or school that you get on, uh, on creating a better memory. We've never had that. I don't know if you've gone to the doctor and said, hey, can I take a class on memory so I can like get better memory? <laughs> like, is that like a thing? I've never heard of a thing. And if you have heard of something, email tanyacucumber at gmail.com. I would love to hear <laughs> or drop it in the show notes. So um, uh, let me see. Okay, so self-care. Take care of the words that you're saying to yourself. You have permission to rest. You have permission to give yourself grace. Give yourself 
a break, a pass, a skip, you know, skip, go, whatever you want to call it. You have your, you have the power to give yourself that permission to just give yourself a break. And so take care of yourself that way. Contribution. Um, and then we'll get through these. We'll get these, we'll get through these a little faster. Okay. Um, so contribution, most people don't know that chronic stress affects your brain. It actually scientifically shrinks your brain. Chronic fear makes you more susceptible to illness. It weakens your immune system. And thinking these things over and over and over and over and over again without breaking patterns actually damages your, your ability to have memory, your ability to be at 100%. And so when you're in the thoughts of, oh my gosh, I can't do this. Oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Like, what's going on with, what's going on with, with Alexis in school? You know, what's going on here? I can't believe his, I can't believe his teacher said that to him. You know, going back to the conversation before about the teacher in front of the class and insulting your kid. All these fears, all these worries, all these things that you're talking about, you're thinking about, they do affect the brain. And within, within time, your brain will actually shrink. The only way to break this habit, and I'm, I love how, how it starts out with, this is what's going on in your body when these things are happen, happening. To break this cycle and the habit, contribution has been proven to be the number one source of actually almost curing you of these chronic conditions. And what I mean by contribution, it's, Putting your, um, putting your heart out there in gratitude through action, doing service, calling somebody when they're on your mind, um, going and checking on somebody when they're on your mind, going and um, maybe going to the soup kitchen or Habitat for Humanity, maybe actually doing a month work of dedicated service or raising, having a fundraiser, raising money, doing something for someone else, whether it be an individual person or a group of people is the only real surefire way to break that habit cycle because you cannot have faith and fear in the same room. One will win. And so when you're actually contributing action to, um, actually contributing action, (laughs) When you're, when you're doing the action to get yourself to the place where you are giving so much to somebody else, you forget about yourself. That is when the habit is broken. Contribution is huge. Creativity. In order to create a better health, wellness, um, overall well-being, whatever you want to be, whatever you, however you want to feel to become limitless within your memory, you have to be able to explore the creativity of your brain and whatever you're creative at. It's one thing I was talking with my friend, uh, Gabe the other day, I said in this new year, I really need to start dancing more. I need to start singing more. I need to start dancing. I need to start, I need to find a piano because I do play the piano. I tinkle the old keys and it's a part of my brain. That's huge on relaxation because I've learned the instrument. I can play the instrument and it brings, Um, it brings joy to literally like the whole right side of my brain every time I do it. And I feel accomplishment because I still have the muscle memory and I still have, um, the memory of playing some pieces that, I mean, I used to play them really well, but I can at least fudge my way through them right now. 
Give yourself that space for any kind of creativity action that you can do. It gives your brain a rest and it gives it something else to do that you're also really good at. Instead of thinking about things all day long, problem solving all day long, um, making sure that all the schedules being followed, everybody's doing their things. The, the dentist appointment is coming up in two weeks. Are we ready? You know, all of those little things that is going through your mind all the time. What are you doing on the back end for your brain to express its creativity? Five is capabilities. Invest in knowledge. Already this year, I've spent about $50 on books. And I mean, it's only the second week of the year. Like it's insane. It is insane. But I've got addicted to audiobooks and I cannot, cannot break this addiction yet. I cannot break this addiction yet. It's amazing. Your potential is not fixed like your shoe size. Your potential is limitless. And by learning more and more and more, you'll see how it's limitless. Um he, he talked about how to learn how to focus, learn how to learn. You're never too late for learning. Last but not least, he talked about community and how we all do this together. And that's why making this podcast has been really great for me to be able to share this message with more and more people and create a larger community and bring you into my world and my community So watch your words, put in some actions, track your thoughts, make sure that what you are doing is according to your character and create the habits that will lead you to a memory and to a brain, a lifestyle that is limitless. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it out. I appreciate you guys today. I hope you got one thing that from this podcast that helped you just a little bit today, even if it was just learning a little bit more of science about the brain or how you're not alone when you are going through mental problems, just like the rest of us. So I appreciate you. I love you. My name is Tanya Columber. You can find me on social media as hashtag Tanya Cucumber. I hope you guys have a great day. Bye.